0: Welcome back to RC Pilots Lounge. We are here tonight for episode four with everybody's favorite, Timber Brothers. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. Uh, Where Timber Brothers' uh, name came from, which that'll be fun. I'm 100% responsible for that, by the way. But this is Joe and Bradley. It's Reem, right? Yeah. Do I say it right? Okay, that's what I've been saying. You guys... uh, what I like to find out kind of right away, too, it's like, what's your favorite place to send people to check you guys out? Like your RC exploits. Like, what's the best place for you guys? Facebook?
1: Probably
2: right next to us. Yeah, Facebook, man. We like Tired Iron, and uh, we like motion RC.
0: You spend a lot of time on those, on we just, those pages.
2: We just, you know, people come out and they want to watch us, fair enough. We, we just like flying planes.
0: Cool, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so when you're not, physically doing it right there on site. Like what's your favorite place to send folks to you? Like folks are going to see this and want to, Hey man, where are those guys at? They want to check you out. So what Joe, the pilot, right. Oh, on
1: Facebook.
2: Uh, before, I'm not on the forums very much, uh, but I'm Joe, the pilot. Uh, and then, uh, You just got a new handle.
1: Yeah. Uh, after Neafy, I made a, made an account, uh, real fan of uh, William Defoe in a, uh, Planet intruders. So I'm Cole Virgil Cole. Nice. <laughs> check that out. Yeah, check awesome.
0: Out. Make sure you comment in the replay or something on this so people can see you. And you guys are are really. I mean, for a minute there, when I look in the hangar, I thought you guys were at George's place. You got more going on than we can all see. But man, you've got uh, Motion RC represented quite well with the Spitfire, the B-24. Um, Three F eighty six, a couple Tiger Cats, and the F four that looks uh, like it's has. Have you flown the F four yet?
2: Not yet. Not no. yet. that was the uh, my dad's purchase, and we're gonna make that next week. Stock. Yeah, stock six L. We're just getting into
0: it. Which is awesome. That jet is fantastic. Um, we, got,
2: uh, we got the afterburner in the cart. RC uh, RC uh, Geek Jet Dude. RC Geek. RC Geek. Awesome. And burner. The burner's going on this week.
0: Fantastic. Um, let's see what else. Goodness sakes, it, it's a week goes by so fast, and the hour will fly. So you guys are kind of doing a tired iron initiative a little bit too, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, you guys, like I said, you kind of look like you were at George's place in a way. Um, are you? You got a field there close to you?
2: Place, uh, Start
0: over, uh, Joe, because you cut out.
2: We we were like a, a kind of a George ourselves until we met him and it's like, Hey, the other people are out there as crazy as us.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: So we got that going on and we got a lot of toys and, but we want to, we want to, we like what George is doing with the tired iron brand. And we want to be a part of it. We want to, we want to spread the message. We want to, we want to get the young folk involved.
0: That's awesome.
2: However we can, we were talking to George earlier. We had a pretty good meeting and just talking about, you know, he's down South. We're up North. You know, if we are going to start a North chapter, we're in Ohio. And we can start Ohio chapter and and get going what we need to get go, you know. Fly motion brand and and, uh, spread the tired iron message.
0: That's awesome. Which is community, camaraderie. You got time for everybody. It doesn't matter where you're at in the hobby. This is like these peeps have your back. Like that's the best part, isn't it?
1: Yep. Absolutely. Like you said before, regardless of what you're flying, I mean, if you're flying a paper airplane, or you're flying a $600, $700 electric jet, you know, bring it out, have fun. That's the best part about the whole hobby is if you're making it out of stuff you got laying around, bring it, just get out. Exactly.
0: And there's no, there's no ego. Check it at the door. That, and that's, that's one of the greatest things about, that's why things work. Um, you know, I always, of course, I have our own little journey as a reference but mike and i when we first started the youtube channel before we started doing stuff for motion we did regular flight reviews and stuff but we also did like lessons with the champ it's it's kind of the same vibe right i mean it's it's just i kind of feel like i there's not a whole lot of uh, folks around us but that's kind of where we got the idea in the first place to bring it to the internet because there were a couple kids that we, you know, kind of got up to speed. But as an example about flying everything, like I just flew the maiden flight on the E-Flight P-47. I was at the field with three dudes. One dude's flying a monster pattern plane with counter-rotating props, like a 10S system. Another dude's flying some big monster ugly stick gasser thing. And I'm flying, you know, the E-Flight P-47 electric. And Insul- so there's no, everybody's cool, hanging out, watching each other rip it.
1: I love it.
2: I, earlier in today, because what I do, I'm a, I'm a flight instructor by trade, and I love it. I love teaching people how to fly. But what I was thinking about, too, you were talking to George, is if you're in this hobby and other people come out to the flying field, if you float an airplane for, you know, a successful flight, you in turn have just become a flight instructor. For somebody that has a less time than you, and there's no reason uh, why you know if you if you've mastered one airplane that you can't you can't help somebody out and, and be part of you know just trying to keep and hold it straight and level and bring it back to earth in one piece. You know everybody should be doing that.
0: Yeah, that's right. It, there's so many different ways. I, I talked to some guys who I mean, and I started this way too, where everybody gives you the good advice to go hang out with uh, and mentor with somebody who knows what they're doing which is great advice but not everybody does that it's like some weird performance anxiety or something so I never flew with other dudes until I already kind of knew what I was doing but that wasn't the I mean that was for me the way to go but some guys jump right in with somebody and that's awesome yeah what's that Joe
2: you just got to realize that that even if somebody's out there flying good they've crashed five of them before they figured it out
0: oh easy yeah yeah Well, I just told a guy, a guy just messaged me, uh, G.B. Linden. People may recognize that name. He's been doing stuff forever on social and reviews a lot of stuff in films. Uh, He's always putting stuff up on YouTube. Uh, He's been around for a while. I like the guy, but he just DM'd me and told me he bought the uh, BAE Hawk, which is a little bit why. That's
2: the first model?
0: Oh, hell no. (laughs) No, the dude's been – you can't see this because of the light, but it says BAE, and I call it the Bayhawk, and everybody, like, picks on me. But but talking about crashes, so he just got the BAE Hawk. The dude's got experience for sure. Um, But that may be one of his first couple of jets, but um, I told him, yeah, I got to get another one, another one, because I crashed the – the jeebies out of mine (laughs) I get turned up on the I got turned around on the knife edge deal like I I usually like coming from one way and like I just know crank it right rudder and and like I I think I pushed it I like to nose push it around and then I get turned around and um wrong wrong rudder into the corn good times uh, the talon Uh, what's
2: that what's that white edf the talon uh, you know what I'm talking about? Who's making it? A free wing. It's uh, it's the white one. It's got the spoiler on. It's navy scheme. You know what I'm
0: talking
2: about? You ever the T, name? the T45. Uh, yeah, the Grosshawk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. T, that thing's awesome. Yeah. That 90 millimeter. Yeah, we did it a while back. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's an older model, but that thing looks sweet.
0: It's dynamite, dude. Slaps, yeah. speed break. Yeah. Ninety millimeter, six cell power.
2: Um, stock.
0: I I wouldn't know. Probably.
2: Okay. Right
0: on. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Let so day. let's talk about where the Timber Brothers came from because I I remember it very distinctly. It was Nephi, not um last this exactly the the one before last because I I couldn't make it to this last one, which stinks. But um. You had Timbers there, and this yeah. last year was awesome because you were doing the same thing with like F-86s and Tiger Cats instead, um, but so so the Timber Brothers, you guys were flying the best formation I've ever seen, and it was kind of windy that year, and so you guys were just, it was like kites. I mean, the was, temp, the yeah. yeah it
1: was like 30 mile an hour winds or whatever it was, and you guys were
0: of, standing oh. still.
1: Yeah, nobody's up, and we're bored. bored so. What do we
0: got? What we got timber. Yeah. Well, I re- Boots Whirligig is his name on the Hobby Squawk forums. Wanted me to maiden his 4S F16. Yeah, we, yeah, the the camo
2: one.
0: Uh, the gray one. I had the camo one there, but he had the 4S one. one Wanted a maiden, so we got him set up and actually I kind of sent him pack and I was like, dude, set this up by the book, dude, before you hand it to me to maiden it like all crazy, like just set it up by the book, please. And then, um, we'll do it. And, um, he, he came ready with it and you two were up, you know, and then the timber, especially with winds like that, you can kite fly them. I mean, it's so cool, man. And, and, uh, so I was like, uh, yeah, hold on a minute. Uh, you got to wait for the Timber Brothers to get down or whatever like that, you know. And it's 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 been that ever since. What
2: was that, Joe? Well, because you were just like, you guys need a minute to come down? I was like, we're going to be in the same spot. So <laughs> just do your thing, you know, right?
0: Back. I think I did, too, because I was like, well, cool, man. I got three minutes. That's what she said. And then I'll be done. <laughs> what's that? We got 15. You got 15. I, every now and then, I don't know why I do this, but like I will fly like the old days when I was learning. Like the battery out, I don't know why I do it. Like I did it, t- it, it like the flight times I get sometimes are so crazy. I shouldn't ever repeat them because someone will try it, and it's bad. It's it's bad. Like I, I brought I brought one down today at like two point. Seven or something like lucky to get it back, stupid, like double back. digit flight time on a war bird. Like, I should have never done it. Um, so that reminds me, um, Dennis Farley wanted me to talk about the e flight P 47 Maiden a little bit, but I want to talk about the e flight Cherokee first because you said you're gonna get one, Joe.
2: Absolutely, it's in the cart,
0: it's in the cart. Yeah, so let, let's get to uh, let me answer for Dennis. Uh, real quick before I forget completely. The E-Flight P47, 1200 millimeter wingspan, 48 inch, for those who like imperial measurements. It's a three-cell power plane and comparable in size to some of the flight line offerings that I know love the 4,000 4S battery jam it up in the front, right? So it's an E-Flight plane. It's, it's the same size as some of those flight line birds. But you know it's a it, there it's a three cell deal, so I don't remember what the manual says, but I have a feeling it's somewhere between twenty two hundred and thirty two hundred three s You look at a plane that size you're like there's no way the twenty two enough weight wise up in the front so maiden flight thirty seven hundred three s second flight three thousand three s i'm sorry thirty three hundred all admiral packs, and then I was like, all right, that's cool um 4S. Let's go 4S. Um, the the Cherokee says it can go 4S right out of the box, but the e P-47 doesn't, but people get along doing it, and I was like, I have more 4S packs than 3S packs. Let's do this. The E-Flight P-47 on 4S is absolute awesome. So, the a, maiden went really well, Dennis.
2: <laughs> I have an awesome story about 3S versus 4S. Let's and have it. Timber. Yeah. So okay. My dad- He's got a timber too and he's the one that got us into it is our dad we can't take any credit without him that he fronts for half the time half the time but
1: but anyway
2: he's got this timber and we're flying and we're doing our thing and he's like i want to fly and i was like okay all the 3s packs are whooped and i was just kind of like all right let's throw a 4s at it at the timber and then they don't call for it but i was like i'm pretty sure it could do it yeah. and so flying everything's going great it's just wild with power and I'm just like, why don't you just fly it like half power? You know, my, you know, just don't hurt it. Next thing I know, the airplane's falling out of the sky. I mean, craziness. And he's just like, he's trying to, he's trying to fight it and fight it. And I was just like, i was like, man, that thing's going down. We get to the wreckage site, and the uh, motor, the prop, and everything had just ripped right out of the mounts. <laughs> it could take the forest with the the foam and the glue and the mounts couldn't do it, and it ripped it right out. So. 4S and timbers don't
0: do it. <laughs> I get it. That's crazy. It, well, and I think partly why that Cherokee can do it is, man, when you get one and you see how that front end's put together and the way they uh, – the, the carbon – anybody who has one knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's two rods of carbon that run on either side of the fuselage, like way back into the front, so, the servo tray for the, you know, rudder and elevator are on those. Um, and then up at the front, those carbon fiber rods tie into the firewall. And it's, it's one of those kind of backward-mounted motor setups. So, like, I had to change the motor on mine. That's how I know. So, the cow comes off four little screws, and then um, the, the mount for the motor, which is behind it then, uh, you, you pull that whole thing out. Because if you go out through the battery hatch, you're going to get in the way of uh, all the landing gear business for the nose gear, which is dope. Because the compression is like the biggest stroke I've ever seen on a foamy. Nice. You're going to love it, bro. You're going to love it.
2: The one thing that I was looking at is that it's got the compression on the nose, nose wheel. Is there any way you could modify that and put oleo on the mains as well? Just buy two extra nose struts?
0: You know, it's modeling, so I kind of always think anything is possible. If you want to go hard enough,
2: you'll do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of old school fixed gear where it's going to have like a, a 90 degree, right, and then another little stub up and sit in like a notch and screw down in. So it'd be some doing. My, my favorite thing, if I'm going to modify landing gear and don't want to work super hard at it, is to just go for, like, the Dave Brown tires or something, super soft, because there's nothing worse than greasing one in and then it sounds like a shopping cart with a bad wheel or something or like a plastic toy like skidding across it's like man i just greased it in this should sound cool like talk about sound systems they, they need to have one that's like pressure sensitive with the tires and does a little little bark yeah every time every yeah. time oh man i i always so excited to do this show and i i was worried for a minute because it I, I couldn't get an answer from you for a while. Not that it was last minute, but I was like, Oh man, I think it was yesterday I finally got confirmation yeah, is gonna be the Timber Bros. Yeah,
2: right on. So talking about
0: other folks flying and spreading the love and the community of it. Um your boy's name is Jonah, right, Brad? He's yeah. over is he flying?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool man. Did you hey, what's up, dude? Uh,
1: Did,
0: You went to Neffy. I missed you. You're getting big. What are you now, like 12? Uh, 13. Uh, I knew I was going to be wrong. I was hoping to overestimate, because kids always feel cool when you overestimate. Dude, is that your name? Uh, Yeah, I built this and
2: painted
0: it. Nice. You've been flying it?
2: Uh, Yeah, I flew it uh, three times out flying field near us. uh, Twice with the wings
1: that are on it, you
0: can actually change them out, and I flew with another set of wings on our other one. Cool, man. So, so you sw- swap the wings out on that one right there, and ch- and so what are the what's the difference between the wing sets then?
1: Uh, well, Kinda. This, yeah. See the wings on this one. Oh, are wow. Out. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I can see, I don't know what to call it, but I can Swap. see it, and then,
2: uh, like,
1: uh, yeah, oh, like, sweet.
2: so if you take off the rubber bands on these,
1: then you can just bolt that right up to the, nice, yeah, we, we took a trip out the flight test this summer, and and we, we flew, uh, he's got a, a styrofoam airplane that we built four years ago, I think, and uh, we took that out with us, and that was the only thing that we were willing to fly, because if you've it's ever crazy flight test, they, they get these big hairballs going on, with like planes <laughs> in them. And, yeah. You know, we took Denver, and we took uh, a couple other bigger planes, but we were like, nah, we're not putting our stuff up into that, but it was pretty cool to see how they built everything, and they had all these tents just full of guys just building these things, and. So we bought a couple of kits and brought them back with us, and uh, I had a week off of work a couple of weeks ago, oh, so we stayed at home and built these things and painted them and whatnot. And just hold it up. Though. I think it was it was a great week just just for the two of us to hang out and build together. Yep.
0: that's the best. That is absolutely where it's at. That's cool. How how far away is the field for you guys?
1: Probably about uh, half hour. Yeah. Yeah. really yeah We're in in genera and finley's yeah half hour or something like that and it's all back roads and so
0: we we can't all have a a strip in our backyard, can we yeah. yeah oh man, I wish i I'd go twenty minutes to fly too, and I almost went to a school today, you know because I mean like with the jets and some of the bigger warbirds, you you really should be at a, fl- a proper flying field, you know. Right. But there's some stuff, that's what's great about having a bunch of different things is like there's some stuff it's like man, I don't have time to go 30 minutes or 20 um mm-hmm. let me go to the school over here and kick kick one out and um that doesn't need a bunch of room. I mean that's why I love having like I mean I love the the six-cell planes, but I also just I mean I'm completely wild over uh that Cherokee right now. And yeah. that P-47, just because, man, I can pretty much do them anywhere. And and stuff like you're making, Jonah, and, and even some of the micros and, like, the... Um, I'm not really a 3D guy, but it is kind of fun to play around with those Tech 1 things. They're like Nerf, that EPP. I mean, they're ugly as sin, but they are they definitely serve a, a purpose, right? I mean, you can fly them into the barn if you want to. So, mm-hmm. so. Cool, Jonah. Good to see you again, man. Um, yeah, definitely keep doing what you're doing because uh, you, you keep it up, they're going to let you fly these jets.
2: Yeah. Well, we already said we're, we're building up towards heritage flights.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> nice.
2: We need we need three or four on the wing. Yeah.
0: Well, get, yeah. get, them, get them all learned up on camera work, too. I told my boy he just turned seven. I was like, you know what your first job's going to be, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I was like the yard works free, you just owe me that because I feed you, but'll I'll pay you to run the camera for me when you get bigger a little bit because it's hard to come it's hard to get Mike out sometimes. Um, yeah Thursdays don't work for him but Thursdays work good for George and right now this is how we're doing it. You know it's good enough for primetime television. I figure it's good enough for us. Let's see some more of your hangar Joe. uh- oh oh cool
2: take us on the tour. Just a quick tour.
0: Do it, man. So we got all the toys out. Oh, man, looks fantastic.
2: Well, you know that, what that I saw? Was that was your doing. You and Mike, we, I seen that at uh, Neffy two years ago, and I had to have one.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. that was the year we did the expose on um, Steve Hodges, dude, his, his yeah. uh, decked yeah. out one. Quite F4, Tiger Cats. Those Tiger Cats are amazing. F86s, man. 24 so what in there hasn't been up in the air
2: yet this one this one and this one those are all my dads
1: <laughs> okay
2: we got a little bit of this and a little bit of that you know it's it's miniature you know george has got us he, he got us figured out yeah <laughs> over here oh
0: man you still got critical mass that's awesome
2: <laughs>
0: voodoo man those yeah. are fun
2: Most definitely. All right, Brad,
0: put it back down. Yingling. (laughs) Chilling. I
2: don't
0: mind that. Oh, man. Um, The Spitfire is awesome. You know what I ended up doing? I can't remember what the book says about up mix or down mix, but I I ended up putting either took out the up mix or put in a little down, one of the two, because it flies
2: so good. We were trying to fly on grass and the tail just kept trying to come up, and I don't know if we need some I, I couldn't taxi it even on finely grown. Have you have you flown a spit on grass? Yes. Uh, and then you got no problem with the tail sitting.
0: You know, definitely high rate elevator, dude. Yeah. High rate elevator and pin that. Some pin
2: high rate elevator full up, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get it off. I had to hand launch the sucker. But uh, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it ringed out next week. It's gonna
0: be it's, good. It's awesome, and and. For me, most of the time they don't. Nothing needs much of a setup. It's it's how's it act uh, on approach is my whole thing. I love landings and touch and goes, and I like them to feel the way I know how I want them to feel. So I remember flying early. If you watch the some the first videos on that Spitfire we did, everything's gravy, and then on approach it's like man, it it looks like a dude's fighting a floater yeah. nose is up it's wallowing wow. around a little bit and a lot of times i'm getting the work done before i've had a ton of time on this stuff you know and uh because we all got regular jobs we're getting it in when we can right so 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 after that uh i i start i either took out the up mix or put in a little down something but i got it to settle in just the way i wanted to because one of my favorite warbirds on approach is the uh the p40 that that fms p40 the b model it settles in so good if you do it right if you if you go with a shallow approach you're going to be ugly but if you let that thing maintain its own speed and just settle in follow its nose set it up right it didn't call for any mix it just gave you the perfect descent you know not too steep not too shallow you see us do it at muncie when we bring them and then right there at the end you can you can hold her level in the flare. It'll touch on two and then either go around or let the tail fly and then pin it. I love the Spitfire and the P40 for that because both of those will let you do a three-pointer or a wheel landing if you want. I think Mustangs like a two-wheeler, forget it. But you're going to love the Spitfire, dude. I love that Spitfire. I'll never get rid of it.
2: Well, I had I had two thoughts. Uh, first one, you were talking about P40s. I got to give a shout out to uh, Warbird Charlie. That guy's our buddy out at NASA. Yes.
0: He was Charlie flying. Brown.
2: Yeah, he was flying those P 40s this year, man, and just greasing them on. And we love seeing Warbird Charlie out there. He's our
1: buddy. Yes.
2: Loves- Listening loves-
1: to him laugh after a good landing. <laughs> ah, man,
0: I, I'm telling you, it's all about the people. I mean, the. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: uh, no, I had a sweet story about uh, Spitfires. So this goes way back when, to like the infancy of when we started flying. And the funny thing is, we still got them in the hangar. It's a uh, Park Zone. This was probably before you got into things. because It think was we- the
0: Depron deal. The Depron deal with the brush gearbox.
2: Yeah, man. Night yes. Of- the night- and the
0: garage door remote.
2: Yeah. 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 Yes. We had three of those, myself, my brother, and my dad. We were flying them at, our- at my dad's place, and he's right by the interstate, Okay. And this van rolls in and he's just like, yeah, we've seen you guys out there flying. And he had this really funny story because it was it was a guy and he was uh, a, uh, uh, what do they call Her. it? Uh, he, was, uh, he was in the 101st Airborne and uh, on his first jump, the chute didn't open, okay? I can't make this up. And so he's paralyzed from the waist down paraplegic. And he said, I'm looking for a hobby that I can get into. I saw you guys from the road. That looked awesome. Can I pull my van up and watch you fly? And we said, Sure, man, come on out. Let's do it. So we fired up a couple more batteries. We had three split fires up in like two minutes. Wow, wouldn't you know it? Uh, we had a midair. Uh, no, it was your dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him and my dad. They were flying. <laughs> Wham! Midair just oh, no. went down from the heavens it was crazy and the guy's are like, oh geez so the one it it landed like right in front of them. so two of them crashed i'm still alive i'm pretty young at yeah. the time probably 16
1: years when, old when he was conservative of his flying
2: yeah so i was like <laughs> time for time for a victory roll of course i had just repaired that thing like two days earlier i got popsicle sticks in my wings so i come diving in it's what three channel no, no no rudder. So I come in, I just pull this monstrous victory roll, snap. And so the wing snaps off, pew, then crashed right in front of this guy. I mean, just foam everywhere. This guy has a death look on his face. He's like, yeah, I don't think this is the kind of thing that's going to make me, you know, bide my time. So we killed three of those in like two minutes. But we had, kill,
1: there, you, there was that's new hilarious.
0: I was going to say, did he come back? After all that, no. <laughs> you know,
1: we weren't ambassadors back then, George, but we are now, for sure. We're going to watch what we do from here on out.
0: That's so funny. And it's, uh, hey, that's also the reality, too, you know what I mean? Um, I've had some, I've had some, this year's came out the gate crazy.
2: You've been, you've been killing the foam left and right. Uh, <laughs> what you been doing?
0: <laughs> well,
2: we've heard through the airwaves.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot that could be going on with with some of this conversation that I'll I keep out of respect for everybody out of the out of the mix. <laughs> Let's just say sometimes it's pilot error and sometimes it's not. But if when in doubt. Take the blame, or you're a chump. You know what I mean. If you don't know if it's your gear or not, take the take the blame, man. So, so when I do say gear, I'm very confident. It is. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we may not even need to do questions because we'll just just keep on ripping. But
2: so, what was what was the first
0: plane you guys ever had? Like, what was the first plane you ever had, Joe? Well,
2: uh, mine was a gift.
1: From, uh, from you. Who? Yeah, the Airbirds foot. Yeah. yeah,
2: this was what, uh,
1: five, or six? I, I started about 13 years ago. Um, The first plane I bought was a Park Zone Hawk Wolf 190. I still have it hanging up here. There's probably 30% original parts still in it. <laughs> yeah. So I started out with that. You know, everybody wants to start with a warbird, right? Nobody wants to have a trainer and whatever. So, uh, crashed it, fixed it, crashed it, and then I decided to get a, uh, a trainer, if you will. I bought a Arrowbird Bird Challenger. Still hanging. And it's hanging up here it's too. Hanging, in the no kidding.
0: So and that uh, Falk Wolf is that the is that the one is that the Defron one like the Spitfires were or was it a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, oh yeah uh, the whole works and and that's really what started it all uh i got i got some flights into that aero bird and uh moved back to the fox wolf and uh i was living in wisconsin at the time and and dad came up to visit and i showed it to him he's an old gasser guy and uh him and actually my grandpa george they both were just couldn't believe that you could get a, uh, an electric motor in something that size that would produce that amount of uh, torque and everything. And and so the the very next Christmas, I got, I think I got my dad one of the Park Zone P-51s. I got Joe, a uh, Aerobird Swift, they called it. Mine had
2: ailerons. With ailerons.
1: And, yeah. and uh, we have a third brother, kind of like a, a Sith, you know. <laughs> uh He he flew. I bought him one too, and he flew it and killed it and crashed it and just like yeah, yeah. So that's started it. Yeah, you were responsible. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the blame. And we still have all those airframes. That's crazy. Wow. A a time to you know, Joe and I have talked about even starting like a YouTube channel. You know, like like the resurrection of. uh, Airplane resurrection for RC. You know, we'll bring out these old birds and either haggard get, airframes, because I'm sure we have parts for them. We bought parts every time we get an airplane. We buy enough parts to build a new one. But yeah, either get a plane on its own again with its own original equipment, or uh, or pop it up to you know modern stuff. But we'd have to do at least a plane a week to to you know
0: to get through them, get, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so cool. Um, you know who's got? Go ahead, Joe.
2: Well, there's two thoughts. What what kickstarted me? I was like, I wasn't even driving cars yet. And he brings this model over, and I think I'm, you know, slick willy And I was just like, Yeah, oh, this is great. I can keep this thing straight and level. And then I was like, Won't you let me land it? You know, go ahead and let me land it. Just what was me. that? It was a uh, park zone typhoon. Still hanging on the wall, <laughs> but that's what jump started it all because it was like he yeah. Did that. Then two weeks later, I had a park zone typhoon, and uh, yeah, I, I mean we've been doing it since Horizon wasn't even the guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, they were just they were just little kid on the block, you know, back in the day. Yeah, but uh, the, well, yeah,
0: because 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 uh, the mean, other guys were still.
2: He was talking about you know resurrecting planes we were talking to george earlier and we had uh we had a great conversation about old planes and you know there's so many people out there on uh, tired iron edf jet club the, the new motion uh, fan fan page there are so many people out there smart people smarter than us and uh we got all these old planes and we need to get minds together to where we can get new motors, new speed controllers, stick them in them, and just pump life back into them and get them flying again. You know, you got a model that's four or five years old; it's just it's whipped. You know, it's just it's not doing what it used to do. <laughs> yeah, and be done. That
0: that's you know that's always fun, especially when you want to stretch the hobby like budget or dollars too, and and just eke you know, more out of what you have is like, you know, paint them up, uh, modify them, hop them up. I think George was telling me, I think it was the E-Flight P47, something. I can't remember. Maybe it was the Rare Bear, but he put like six S system in it or something. And it's flying so fast that the foam beads are like shrapnel inside the battery compartment after each flight. Like the cow is just like coming undone
2: i had that the uh <laughs> there i flew the paint off of it. Yeah. it it was just it was streaked out just because i flew it so much
1: and yes
2: it was a airplane. it's got a thin coat of paint on it <laughs>
0: dude those things are so fun the the straga killed me i mean they're all fast and and when those were when we were doing the work on those we you know kind of had them all at the same time in a way
2: the one year you had strega we had
0: the other ones yeah and strega was probably taking the lead
2: just because of
0: the oh come on uh, strega was ripping
1: you you had us you had us in the turns uh strega
0: was strega was something else so all right cool what was let me ask you what was the last one you flew what was the last plane you flew brad
1: uh, actually, probably the timber. Um, Fitting. We were out <laughs> to, a week or so ago. Uh, Jonah was flying his newer, newer plane, and uh, I, for whatever reason, well, I brought the timber along for him to fly, and uh, Joe showed up with his, and yeah, next thing you know, I'm inverted. Joe's, you nice. know, and we, I get that like, stuff. Filling. <laughs> <like, laughs> to do you know trying to call out the turns and this and that and the other because he had a bum aileron servo and he's sitting there doing all this crap and i was like just land it we'll fix that servo and he's like no i'm good so i'm inverted he's sitting here doing this number <laughs> I
2: had the doing like this and I was like i can i can hold level but it was it was fighting me every yeah. every step of the way <laughs> kind of like an
1: impromptu practice for because we don't really get a chance to practice much from what you've seen in the videos with the Tiger Cat, that was my second, Cat my second flight on the Tiger Cat. My second flight on the F eighty six. I mean, yeah, more time to actually get out and because I would eventually like to get one of us inverted with F eighty six and the other, you know, just start doing stuff like that. But when when do we got when do we have time to get that worked out? You know, so
0: it's 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 tough, but I mean. You know, you, you you got like the Partridge family, you got a thing going for you, you know, as far as proximity <laughs> and, and trust. Yeah, Partridge family, the 100% worst analogy, but I mean, family, that's that's the part. So, yeah. so the timber, you know what, I, I rushed out and did that maiden on the E-Flight P-47 just so if somebody asked me what the last thing I flew, it wouldn't be the same thing that I've said for the last two weeks. Because last week they asked me, it was the Cherokee, from the time before I hadn't flown for. It's it's brutal, you know, when you got dudes like George flying every day and you know it, and then it's like a week or two before I get a chance. It just makes me twitch. So that's I I rushed out and made sure I had something different to say today. What was the last one you flew then? The Timber with the funny servo. I
2: got two stories. One. Uh the reason I had a bum aileron survey. <laughs> yeah. So so I was just on vacation and we were up, we, we were on a we were on the water, we had a cottage. And I had it on floats, took it all the way up to Canada. I mean, these timbers have been all over the place, man. Yes. And I had it on floats, and I think it was my fifth time in a week, and I was just doing horrible, just horrible landing, you know, been 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 drinking a little and my dad was giving me the raspberries. He said, you know, were you gonna land that thing right or what? It's like, Oh, okay. I put in a fresh battery in my battery tray. Cause I rode that thing ragged. It was wore out to where I was just sticking the battery in there and closing up the hatch. So I did, yeah. a okay. And I hand launched it and, and it was beautiful. I was climbing out and the next thing I know just dead stick. And I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Next thing I know, I see a battery falling out <laughs> from the plane and just splash. It's like, well, geez, I might as well put this controller down because this thing's dead stick. She just had a falling leaf thing and came down and speared the floats. But, I mean, the airframe was fine. It was perfect. And we had spare floats. She's she's still airworthy. She's in my car.
1: <laughs>
0: nah, that's awesome. So so you got a servo wet.
2: So he was talking about the Sabres. Um, we flew the Sabres out at Muncie this year, that formation flight. That was like the second flight he'd ever flown on that. Uh, but the first one, I kid you not, cause Mike was there and he'll, he'll back this up. He was, uh, he was, he came running over. He's like, man, I didn't know you guys were going to fly formation. I want to get it on film. Brad wanted help with the maiden. He's like, I'm going to maiden this thing. Help me with the trims. I was like, sure, but I'm going to put a battery in mine. And as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you get it trimmed out, I'm coming up with you. So he takes off no trim, nothing. I mean, it's free wing there. I mean, what, what more you got to say? It's free. wing. String, and yeah. like, I'm good. I was like, okay, I'll be up in 30 seconds and I'm on his wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we've nice. formationed it on the maiden. Yeah. And I mean,
1: and I of,
2: know. of the, cause that's the other thing too, is, you know, we got some jets hiding behind us, but we didn't get into the jet scene until this year. And the free wing F-86 is the perfect airplane to start off your jet, you know ordeal
0: i I agree and 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 i think it depends also where guys coming from like you guys have tremendous warbird experience you know i'd say and and so i mean look i love this conversation because north american aviation i mean the f86 is so warbird it's not even funny i mean it's it looks like a warbird except they swept the wings back and they put an engine through the middle. I mean, B-25s, P-51s, T-6s, everything North American did. Well, they did the Bronco too, didn't they? That OV-10 thing? I I don't know. But I think you're right. It's a great first jet for dudes with Warbird experience because it's going to fly like familiar. Mm
1: -hmm. Didn't
0: you guys feel like right at home in that thing? Oh, and then yeah. there's no weird delta wing and wing root glove stuff to have to really figure out yet because the i mean it's right through the middle it's got wings nothing weird uh the behavior is very predictable and it's it you should have especially you guys like felt right at home <laughs> with those things I, I i gotta get another one of those the, I love the big,
2: it. i'll say is when you make a transition from Warbird to jet watch your timer <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah. don't don't overfly those by a second because, I mean, it, they'll eat
0: it up. <laughs> the one thing that always hit me at the it, – it's when you go from Warbur to Jet 2, for me, I still had the mentality – you, when in doubt, I throw the battery in the front. Default always to nose heavy. It works for me, but like on Jets, I remember the, the, my first summer in Jets was with that F-86 as well right? We did a bunch of films in Muncie. We, and, and the first I did the maiden here in South Bend off of grass, but my first jet with retracks was that F-86. And um, so you guys know what it looks like inside. There's all kinds of room to put that battery way up front. And um, I think even in the video, I was back up against the ESC, you know, wood strap, but I think that's still too nose heavy with the old school 5,000 brick. I mean, they're different now. The Admiral batteries are a little lighter. They're longer, different shape. But the last time I had an F-86, I took that battery strap out and put the battery back all the way. So until you get some jet time, it takes a minute to train your head. Because I remember running out of – elevator. it's in the video. We put up two flights of that F-86 from Muncie. And on one of the flights, I, I landed a little too slow and in low rate, and again, and kind of nose heavy, and I totally ran out of elevator, and I bounced a sh- I bounced it hard. This family-friendly show, by the way. So, um, yeah, high rate, move the battery back. You know what I saw. Uh, this is what happens when I drink coffee at nine o'clock is there's no periods in my sentences. They just keep going, run, 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 run. But I saw a landing. It was uh, behind, it was kind of a behind the scenes thing. I actually think it was alpha's buddy, Victor in California, who's like ace mid killer on RC groups. Good pilot helps out when I couldn't do stuff in the winter time, like Victor and Tony, you know, X plane guy, Tony Accurso. when alpha was still in the States more, They would help him do stuff in California anyway. I saw a video of the F eighty six. It never really made it to public consumption, but I think it was Victor flying, and he landed that F eighty six and had the best wheelie I've ever seen in my life. And and those things, I just love it. Just like uh, there's uh another YouTube channel where they fly in Florida like early mornings. I think it's like Buddy something. Anyway, they're all the time, like, getting wheelies and stuff. And people will pick on me for saying wheelies instead of aero brake, and it's like, whatever. But I think wheelies are cool. When I rode a bicycle and I did wheelies, I called them wheelies, not yeah. aero braking. But uh, so, yeah, finally learned to, you know, kind of move that back a little bit and get that wheel- Just like the landings on the P40, I, I always shoot for that. Because it just was felt so good, you know. Um, so so I try to design every other like prop single engine, you know, plane to kind of settle in like that. And you get a couple good landings on a jet, and you're like, okay, that's what I kind of want. Um, yeah, love the F eighty six. You guys are gonna love that F four. And man, that full flying stab, that's one thing too when you're getting into jets that sneaks up on you because all of a sudden you can slam on the brakes if you're not paying attention with all that pitch, you can slam on the brakes and and all of a sudden you're out of the speed. And, and because there's no cheater on this bad boy, man, coordinate them, turns, keep the speed up, keep it as flat as you can. Cause uh, I know what happens when you don't.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: I've had a couple F4s at this point yeah <laughs> yeah so speaking of innuendo what was the last plane you fixed
2: fixing stuff nonstop.
1: Yeah. yeah well for me it was uh we were at a uh, get together actually it was out at nepe jonah won a uh tough jet they call it and uh it's i've got it here it's basically a A piece of corrugated plastic and uh, a motor. This guy. Oh wow! uh, So I bought. He he just won the airframe, and I bought the motor and everything, and we built that over that week that I was off from work. And uh, uh, the thing I didn't realize was they recommend five eighths. That's the recommended up for the neutral. Wow. There. Yeah. Yeah. So I had it set up with just a, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit to help it climb out and trim it out and fly like awesome used to and just bam. Yeah. And, oh uh, man. And you know, I, I was, I was ready. You know, we were prepared to just anything that we brought, we were going to fly. And if it didn't fly right, we'd throw it in the back of the truck and move on to something else. Of course everybody at the club that was there they're like oh we got some glue and tape I had like three types of different tape thrown at me and all this different glue so we we taped it back up and I gave it another eighth of an inch and it didn't hit as hard the second time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
0: a lot of that's a lot of up trim you know you're check out the build video I know the guy who did the build video on the f4 I think it's pretty good. Um, but it calls for, eight. that's me, it calls for eight millimeters of up trim, so do it, for real. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. And and the mix, uh, flap to elevator mix in the book, depending on where you like your packs, I like mine nose heavy, especially early, but I kind of slide it back af- after I get comfortable. But um, I'm a little bit more up elevator than the book calls for, but that, that's just me. All right. Cool, man. Dude, time flies. It's crazy. What was the last one you fixed, Joe?
2: Man, I haven't fixed one in a minute. I can tell you about five that need to be fixed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So what are you going to, which out of those five would you be wanting to fix 1st It'll
2: take two pieces of tape, but I got, got an E-Flight T28 that I've had since, I don't know, before I made love to a woman. And, uh the micro? No, no, no. The big dog. Okay. And, a horizontal stab, I'm flying it, and I was like, man, my pitch is not so good. It just ripped off, like, half of my elevator, gone. But I still had one in stock, so all I got to do is slide it in and put two pieces of tape. So, I mean, I can nice. do that, so be it.
0: So, is that? are you talking the OG Trojan, the fixed gear yeah. one? Okay, exactly. so it's like the Depron tail. Yeah. Yeah, just, Oh. <laughs> you you know you remember at Nephi every year i think it's pete foss he brings a bunch of cool stuff i think yeah. he still brings if it's not him it's this other guy i think his name is brian you know what's so great about neffy neffy whatever is is you, the same the same guys man i mean it's it's family there and i love muncie because it's my hometown so but yeah uh, There's one guy every year since – I think I've been to either the first – every nephew but the last one. And I think I started going on – it's probably first year, maybe second year. I met you guys, I think, before Motion for me, actually.
2: Close. I think you had just started.
0: Something but, like that.
2: Then Neffy's really turned into the Motion RC gathering. I mean, that's – You know how, how that happened? Family. That
0: was – that was a, that's quite a story. It, uh, actually, actually Skywolf Anthony was going to go and started kind of chatting it up and wasn't able to, he, something always comes up. And then Dan Grossman, right. He was doing a road trip. This was, when was the first time those guys went? Like you guys have been going, but Charlie and Dan and the squawkers maybe three years ago, was the first one um that's so fun so dan was doing a road trip wanting to come by the south bend and hang out with me and mike and i was like uh, but also wanted to check out ama headquarters right muncie and i was like um when are you coming when are you going to be in the area and he gave me the dates it was like june 12th through 14th or something i was like man let me let me call jay smith at ama and see when Nephi's going to be, because I can't find anything online right now. And and it was the same weekend. So, yeah, so I was like, dude, I it's better for me to meet you in Muncie than try to entertain you here, because, honestly, we just work all the time, and um, we'll only be able to go fly for a minute. So, like, let's just d- go to AMA, um, meet there. And so kind of Dan, at that point, took the ball and ran with it. And, you know, really chatted it up hard on Hobby Squawk forums. And then, um, you know, I've always worked behind the scenes to try to get some prizes and stuff to raise money for those charities and everything. And Motion's always been super uh, generous with that. So I feel like Neaphy really has turned into a a very Motion-centric event, which is super fun. I I so wish I could have been there last time. And... um, you know, at AMA, it's very busy in the summer. There are so many different kinds of RC skills or facets that some of us, I, I kind of consider what we do the re, re, partly recreational part of it, where there's so much competition in extreme flight. And then, and then other recreational skill sets like, uh, I don't even know what some of this stuff is, right? Where they just like run the motor up they go for time and they just they don't even they just finesse the steering into the structure i don't think there's anything but a timer on some of this stuff and then it drops like the elevator you know so there's so much going on at ama what i'm getting at is i don't think maybe until lately they put a lot into neffy it was just like a a thing because electrics have just come on you know and and i think they might've not been so on board with it till lately because it's one of those things you guys, I don't know if you remember gassers at the beginning of electrics were like not a fan. And I, and for good reason, a lot of it was complete garbage. Like the first planes I had were complete garbage. (laughs) So I see why there was this bad, you know, rap for kind of early electrics. Uh, But so anyway, good job. AMA is doing it now. So, last one you fixed or wanted to fix is what? Did I get an answer out of you?
2: Last one you fixed.
0: The last one I fixed was the Piper Cherokee today because I, um, the shaft got bent on the motor when I tried to put 4Cell on it the other day. And the, the, co- the shaft adapter deal slid off almost all the way, but not all the way. So, then on 4S, it ran like crazy out of balance for just a minute. And actually, it's a funny story on one of the other shows where... Um, the prop didn't fall off, but it vibrated so hard, the nose gear did, and um, I, but the plane is such a doll that I was able to turn around and just like land on two, and didn't hurt the plane at all, which is cool. I, I fixed it today in like five minutes for real at work, and then boogied out, so the, actually I boogied home, grabbed the Thunderbolt, almost forgot my adapter to go from like Dean's batteries to EC3 to fly that stuff. And actually when I got to the field, I lost it in the grass. I was so mad. I was like, I never get time to fly. I'm out here with two E-flight planes. I can't fly them without yeah, this yeah. adapter. I'm looking at charge leads. I'm getting ready to like take wire nuts off of the the gazebo, like undo electric and like cut wire and do something. Like I'm going to fly for goodness sake. So anyway, I found the thing in the grass finally. So that was the last one I fixed, was the E-Flight Cherokee, but really nothing major. The last major plane I fixed was probably probably an F-4. And when I wrecked my Bayhawk the other day, um, I just re- I wrote that one off. Yeah. Me and Mike were flying together in formation. I flew, We flew into each other. He lost a flap and a chunk of wing. We both landed just fine. He went, uh, this reminds me of your timber story with the bad servo. He went up again after that flight. He went up again without a flap and a chunk of wing missing, which is just kind of fun on a jet. Like, Mike's, Mike, you're crazy. Huh?
2: That's because that's Mike's a player.
0: Yeah, he is balling for sure. And then... Mine was okay, but like I said, I got all screwed up and put it into the corn, like, so hard. Guys, it's, like, been an hour. Like, what in the world? So, best way to keep up with the exploits of the Timber Brothers is you guys should have a page. You guys should do a Facebook page or group, Mm -hmm. and then you both be the admins of it, you know?
2: That's good, Tired
0: Iron North or whatever. Um. That way, you can document the fun you're having over here. Man, look at the guys who are watching. I don't know if you can see, like, all these micros in the back. And I mean, really, I feel like I'm at George's place now, and there's, like, an old antique cool, like, boat motor over here. Like, <laughs> he,
1: tried to, he wanted to cover
0: that up. No, oh, man. Dude's like st- cool. Around, you know? What <laughs> yeah. what brand is that Jones. motor?
2: That's a yep. Johnson, dude. We got sh- to show you this Fock Wolf real quick. Show me the Fock Wolf. You the Fox. show you the Fock Wolf. Here. How's this thing, Gert? So we got some, we got some goodies. We got, got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What's that? This is Brad's first plane.
0: Wow, man. Oh, I remember this? those. I remember those hanging up in the window at hobby shops when I got into planes. And, and I thought they were ridiculously expensive, and I never was going to pay for them.
2: It's the spit.
0: Dude, I remember these. These were the first Park Zone planes that caught my attention. And then I found GWS. Look at that. I remember that one. Ferocious this Frankie. One,
2: this is the one he was talking about. You want to do it, a good trainer.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a lot like what I uh, trained on the the easy, what was it, the Wing Dragon from, like, ArcTech. Tech. It was a lot like that. It had that plastic um, fuselage and then Cool. Guys, man, time goes so fast. I'd like to thank Tired Iron for uh, hosting this, letting us come over to his Facebook. Uh, You guys on Facebook, we'll get it figured out a little bit better. Hey, we'll get it figured out a little bit better where we can see comments and stuff. Me and Mike did a Saturday Night Live uh, RC Pilots Lounge on our YouTube channel last weekend, and that was on fire. Uh, So guys who are blowing up the comments, I'm going to check them out as soon as this show is over um joe and brad are gonna drop their handles in there and comment so you guys can follow them and uh then you'll know if and when they uh get a youtube channel together or get a facebook page going because i think you probably should document your exploits you got a lot going on and you've got the right idea with the connecting with the community and the camaraderie you know tired iron north i like it the ream brothers we gotta have you back, cause there's we really have barely touched the surface. Like when we're at Nephi, like we go till the wee hours of the morning talking about this stuff, don't we?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of Joe Dirt. Like, like we gotta have you we back here. You we back. gotta keep telling story, the story, yeah.
0: the saga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, hey, look, I'm doing this thing weekly, so I mean there will be more time for that. And, um, you know, there's definitely going to be some new releases coming around soon all over the place. We, uh, you know, I love it. I just started a different Facebook profile so I can actually jump in all these groups now because uh, it's funny. Like I do all the social media stuff, but I have absolutely done nothing on a Ryan Ramsey uh, Facebook profile um, until recently because my <laughs> wife didn't want the kids all over the world. So, so I've got one dedicated RC now. So you guys can see me jumping in groups and being able to participate because uh, I wasn't really able to do that before because folks would want to request you and then you feel bad when you don't, when you say no. So, uh, man, George, thanks again. Here we are. We're, we're getting ready to turn into a pumpkin. It's been an hour. You guys have any last uh, thoughts or words or anything you want to say? Um,
1: are you heading out to the uh, Indiana Warburg campaign this weekend out at out Muncie?
0: Probably not. Okay. I'm going to be on the road to Toledo to pick up my oldest okay. for the holiday weekend.
2: Right on. Yeah. The-
0: yeah. My next weekend. event is going to be probably the, the Joe Nall in the fall show. Um, okay. And and I'm actually still waiting on some of that. And then I've already got reservations for Texas. What's that?
2: Is motion going to have a presence at Nall in the fall?
0: There's. That's still being determined.
1: Uh,
0: I would kind of assume so to at least a degree. It's just how big uh, a presence. I'm not. I, I, I'm waiting to hear if I'm going actually. So, uh, but I am going for sure to uh, Grapevine, Texas. We did it last year. Uh, raised money for. Um, it's called Snowball Express, where they raise money for uh, children of fallen soldiers to um, have experiences. And get together with other families who have gone through the same thing, which is it's an it's actually a really neat thing. And we love the hospitality in Texas; they treat Captain Mike and Pilot Ryan right. So <laughs> I, I look as I look forward to the flying as much as the food. I don't miss meals, you know what I mean. So uh, good time there. So that's that's the next thing on the docket for us. And then of course next week, Thursday nine o'clock Eastern, we're going to have uh, you know guests again. On the rc pilots lounge thanks for doing this with me this time we'll do this again uh yeah tag me and everything i want to see what's happening uh, as you guys like kind of document this uh this thing you're putting together super Great. cool yeah it, it's always hard to say goodbye right but it's it's time to guys thanks for watching uh if you, if you... go ahead joe thank you for having us and no sweat a pleasure and i'm I really missed you guys this year at Neffy. I, I wish I could have gone. You better make – you know what? Didn't you guys miss it a year? Yeah. I swear you missed a year one time, and I was so bummed. <laughs> What's that?
1: I said so did you. Oh, yeah, okay. I know.
0: I know. Well, next year there's no excuse. What's that, Brad?
1: We went out there for Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend, like two weeks before. We were like, oh, yeah, we can make it to Neffy. And we flew so much. We were so tired. Like, ah. Uh, we'll skip Nikki
0: this year. Was it I the flying like, that wore you out, or was it the yingling?
1: Uh, it was the sun. The gosh, sun. Gosh, that's good, our excuse. Good issue. answer. <laughs>
0: Everybody, thanks so much for coming over. We're having a blast. Um, check this thing out on Facebook, and then uh, probably in a day or two, it's on the YouTube channel. And we always post this up to anchor the podcast app for those of you who don't want to um, check out our ugly mugs and just want to listen. While you're taking care of that honey-do list, we got you covered no matter how you want to consume this stuff. So, again, thanks for watching. We're out here, George. I haven't heard anything from George, but we're going to go and fist bump. Five, four, three, two, salute.